Hello, hello, and welcome back. Episode 110. We are in the double digits yet again. We are. Ooh. Yeah. Huh. I know. I don't think either of us thought we did 100. Now we're like <laughs> well past it. I know. Here we are. We just keep doing this to ourselves. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Y'all keep listening. So it's People really... keep listening. We keep doing it. Um. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> it's a weird agreement we have with y'all, but hey, we don't mind. Uh, we're happy to do it. So thanks for listening. Um, anyway, what's up with you? Oh, uh, not much. Um, remind me at the end. I want to show you something. Yeah, I'll do it right now. Hold show on. me something. Okay, yeah. I'm excited. It's really exciting, actually. <clears throat> so Kelsey and I went to this like antique store thing. Uh huh. And um, it was like right by me, which is like somewhat chuggy in nature, I'll say, like the okay. area in KCI Men. So we went there and we thought we would like have fun, like make mm-hmm. fun of the things that we would find. Yeah. No, we loved it. Like, <laughs> turns they, out you found amazing shit. <laughs> they had great shit. Like, okay, out of, amazing. Like, antique stores, those type of things, concern, whatever. Um, so I was like in the camp of even though, even though I was finding cool stuff, I was 100% not going to buy anything. Yeah. And then I found this. Oh my God. Is that Paddington? Yeah, but it's like a Paddington from like 1981. It's like, it's like an old Paddington. Like made Aww. from like real, like kind of like fur kind of thing too. Like oh it's God. really like nice, but it's like so like classic. It's and like a hyper realistic Paddington. <laughs> someone wrote on here, please look after this bear. Thank you. And it's really cute. Oh. I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, you're its father now. <laughs> I am. I'm taking good care of it. But I was like, uh, here, take a picture of me with the bear because it's it's oh, adorable. I yeah. love it. He's so cute. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. It was fun. So yeah, we had a good time there. And we nice. did an indoor soccer game yesterday, which was very fun. I was not expecting to enjoy it that much. Okay. Okay. Like you nice. combined like soccer and basketball into a sport. Oh, weird. Yeah, it was like the final score was like seven five, which by soccer standards is like super high. Yeah, I was gonna say normally it's like one zero. <laughs> That's my thing about soccer that I can't deal with. I'm just like all of that for that. Like, come on. <laughs> you should try indoor soccer. It's way more exciting. It's That's... also very petty. Like, <laughs> there was, I like, love petty shit of like really stupid like fights but not like punch fights like more just like people got real mad it was great people just being sassy i love yeah. that okay amazing <laughs> well that's cool i um god what have i done this weekend i don't know not much not much but we said andrew's good. out of town so yeah andrew's out of town at a um a science conference so i'm just chilling we got we got drinks with friends last night and got my nails done today. That that pretty much covers it. It's um not super thrilling over here. <laughs> <laughs> Things are not wild. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like we're just in like the dead time of year now where like nothing happens. Like yeah, January is a weird it's January. Month. Yeah. It's like, know. I don't know. Just like everyone, recovering from holidays, pretty much. Legit. Like I feel like everyone's just recovering. Like no one's doing anything because everyone's like, no, I just want to be like at my house and like sad because it's winter like that's the vibe right now <laughs> even though it's like perfectly fine here it's like 65 and sunny here but like still people are like oh it's winter <laughs> that's why james cameron's a genius for avatar because it's like i got nothing else to do i guess there's literally go see nothing avatar else going again, on yeah. 
No, I mean, that's why we saw it over Christmas. It's like, what else are you going to do? Like, sitting around with family or whatever. Like, go see Avatar. Like, it's it's family-friendly, appropriate for everyone. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a madman, but we love it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we can do some stories? Hell yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, uh, my first one is... <laughs> one that I literally opened up Reddit like a second before we started the pod to go to my saved stories. And this one was like in the top of my feed. And I immediately was like, Oh wait, I have to read this one. Never mind. Um, so we're going to read, I just skimmed it. So we're going to read it together and just go on this journey. Are you going to say the title or wait? Yeah, I'm going to say the title because it's great. The title is today. I fucked up by giving myself a Brazilian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see what it is. And that obviously caught my attention. <laughs> As it should. Okay. Here we go. I've wanted my own hard wax kit for so long. I finally got one today and I waxed everything. Legs, arms, pits, eyebrows, coochie. <laughs> the wax is amazing. Goes on smooth as butter. Legs were fine. Eyebrows are easy. Armpit about to, about to snatch my soul. <laughs> I had to have my kid pull it off. <laughs> oh, no. It, it was one of those you laugh at how painful it was and your eyes water moments. <laughs> I love that she's making her child help her with this. It's amazing. Johnny, <laughs> okay. get in here. Get in here. I need help. Um, okay. So, so the thing is, I wasn't concerned about my coochie. Uh, my husband takes my girl to pound town at least twice a week. This was going to be easy. <laughs> Um, I put my kid to bed and then after I go and shower and begin the worst experience of my life thus far, I followed the directions, did the pubic bone, all good. But when I tell you I saw bright lights flash, I thought I passed out, (laughs) but I'm not a quitter. So I did the labia next. The directions say to make a horseshoe shape, but I was like, nah, we're doing a single side. I was wrong. So very wrong. (laughs) I felt like Voldemort splitting his fucking soul into horcruxes. (laughs) I Snapchat friends for help and they just laughed at me, rightfully so. (laughs) I had the bright idea that maybe I should do the horseshoe shape now, so I tried it. I have so many regrets. I laid in bed with an ironclad coochie waiting for my husband to get home. I can only imagine the joy he is going to have when I have to ask him to pull it. So it's like stuck on there. Oh, no. (laughs) He gets home and immediately calls me an idiot for trying to do my whole cooch on day one. and still trying to figure out how to use this product. Somehow I've convinced myself that if my family is licensed to be a cosmetologist or esthetician, maybe it, gen- maybe it genetically flowed into me. This is also how my husband ended up with a bald head in 2020 when I convinced him I could cut hair. <laughs> oh no, so she's just like committing just like cosmetology for- horrors, basically. She is just committing crimes over here, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so he gets home. He stares at it, ready to break this barrier between him and his dinner. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm panicking because I know he is going in with no mercy. I showed him that I started typing this. We were reading it together, and unbeknownst to me, he looks down out the corner of his eye and rips the wax strip like he is cranking up a lawnmower. Oh, no. (laughs) 
At that same moment, my left lip was lit on fire, sent my body into a full seizure, and my soul ascended to the stars. <laughs> I stated that I wanted to keep the rest. It was part of me now. I would just grow it out, cut it when it was long enough. That wasn't an answer he was willing to accept. A wrestling match started to keep the sacred wax wad. I finally gave in and allowed him to finish the Horcrux curse. <laughs> My coochie now looks like it has alopecia. The wax was so poorly applied, it's super patchy. So now I've got to figure out what the fuck do I do next. I can't have a professional see this mess. <laughs> It'll be one of those stories that they'll tell for years to come. People are going to think I have crabs if I shave and it's half grown and half waxed when it starts growing back it'll itch like a mofo neighboring hair follicles angry that i stole their brothers and sisters i'm gonna go drown my sorrows in a bowl of pizza rolls <laughs> i'm gonna guess that the first reddit comment is like some cosmetologist of like no i see this all, t- all the time please come see me like the first one is go and see a professional they don't care yep. and have seen worse yeah yep. <laughs> i, I Oh, man, I'm good on Reddit now. <laughs> you know you're Reddit. Yep. <laughs> Someone else said they've probably seen like three of these this week already. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, it's just like people like, I'm not going to say like uh, vagina, but like people who cut hair, like they see like people who try to do it themselves and stuff like that all the time too. So Oh yeah. yeah. The worst are the coloring jobs when people try oh, to do yeah. the at-home color. Oh yeah. Because cause that you can really fuck up and like then it it takes like hours to like correct it like color corrections are like the hardest thing that like hairstylists do honestly like because I've talked to hairstylists before and like been like what's the like craziest thing you've ever done and they're like honestly just some really bad color corrections like people will come in with just like fucked up hair and you have to like try to get it to some sort of normal shade like with like toners and bleach and like you have to basically like redo everything like yeah that's that's the scary shit I will never I would never dye my own hair like for in any way because of that. I heard too many horror stories. No, I don't blame you. This. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just too easy to get it wrong. People think they can just get like this the stuff at like CVS and just like go for it at home and I'm like, "Oh yeah. lord." <laughs> like no, 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 no. <laughs> I value also, my hair too much. <laughs> also kudos to her for not having her child uh rip the <laughs> Thank God. She's like, "So I put my kid to bed and then I got into it." And you're like, "Okay, good. Good, good." good. <laughs> Armpit was bad enough. <laughs> but yeah, so funny. <laughs> Poor kids' therapy sessions in the future. My mom had a bad Brazilian and I had to rip it off. <laughs> oh my god, nightmare. I love that it's literally just like locked onto her vag though. Like she's literally just laying there like help when her husband comes home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, wax, wax is, wax is rough, man. Wax, wax also scares me. Like, I've gotten a Brazilian wax like once and I was like, I'm not doing this again. Like this is a nightmare. I don't know how people handle that regularly. Yeah, it was just... literally easier to get like my whole body lasered than to go get waxed repeatedly. Yeah. Just use that lawnmower 3.0 or whatever. Like it's honestly a really good product. Like I never have any issues shaving like down there at all. Like... It's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. We have the lawnmower <laughs> like manscape thing for andrew but like i used to use it too <laughs> you should I just got everything lasered um, i think everyone like they but, it's advertising yeah, for no. men but i'm like no women should get on it too like it's it no. gets pretty close too, like, so yeah yeah it's a close shave honestly fantastic product um we love it but yeah i also highly recommend laser hair removal for anyone out there like it will 
it's like an expensive upfront cost, but then it will save you like so much money in the long run. Like if you are like getting like waxes or like anything else, like, I don't know, like all forms of hair removal are expensive. So just go for the fucking laser and just have it be permanent. Like highly recommend. <laughs> just get my like booty hair done there. <laughs> they do buttholes. <laughs> all right. That may come. <laughs> that honestly, that's like the most embarrassing part. Like I've never like, I have never felt more exposed because like when they do like the hair removal, they want to get everything. So you get like the full package. So they're like, they'll do the front and you're laying the leg spread or whatever. Like everything's cool. And then they're like, okay, roll over. And you're just like, oh no. And then they literally are like, okay, spread your cheeks. And you literally have to like show them your like gape your asshole for them. And like in a bright, well-lit room. And then they're just like shooting a laser at your butthole. And like, I have just... That's the most vulnerable experience of my life. Like, I have, like, I've truly never felt more exposed. Like, it is, it's just insane. You just, like, can't think about it. You're just, like, a stranger is, like, staring at my well-lit butthole right now. Like, that is so graphic. It's, it's worse than the front part. Like, the front part, I'm like, yeah, look at my vag, whatever. Like, gynecologist, it's all the same. Like, you know, yeah. but, like, there's something about the butthole, man. It's so... It's just so exposed. Yeah. <laughs> no one's meant to see that. No, no. In like the harsh light of day, like no one. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. What's your first one? All right. We're on to the gynecology theme still somehow. Oh, love it. I actually had this up before you even read yours. Um, am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law she can leave Christmas dinner when she freaked out over tampons? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Intriguing. Okay, so first of all, she's not my sister-in-law yet, but I used it to make the title simpler. She's my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend. So she's 28. I've been with my boyfriend, 32, Ian, for three years. We decided to host a small early Christmas dinner. One of the people invited was his brother, Jake, male 26. <clears throat> Jake asked if he could bring his girlfriend as she was all alone. They've been together for three months. And we agreed, the more the merrier. His girlfriend, Neva, 28, seemed a bit timid but lovely. Neva brought her eight-year-old son that we didn't know was coming. She seemed lovely right until she went to my bathroom, came out shrieking, box of tampons held in her hand, literally gasping for air between the shrieks. I could barely understand her. Turns out my box of tampons was visible. Duh, it's within reach because, hey, I need it monthly. Why should I hide it? And then look for it. She was going off about being disgusting. How could I be shameless to have this in front of child and other men and so on? I looked at her in disbelief. I couldn't believe she made a scene about a box of tampons. Has she never been to a store? Anyway, I told her that my tampons stay where they are, uh, but she pressed. She can leave and go home where no tampons are present. She turned red real, quite literally her face was bright pink. Huffing and puffing, she dressed her kid, told Jake to drive her home, which he did. Jake didn't come back, but he called her from her house telling Ian that I was the asshole. I was surprised to hear that Ian, my boyfriend, agreed with him. I thought he would be on my side. We were able, about to argue, but I decided it was not worth it and went to my office to cool down and think this through. Am I the asshole for telling her to leave? <clears throat> no. What the fuck? <laughs> this is in a very broad box of, it's your house. You can, like, 99% of the time do what the fuck you want to do. Like, it's tampons. Like, I even, like, saw them, like, as, like, when I was, like, 10 and shit. And, like, it's, like, whatever. It's tampons. Like, yeah, like shit. I'm sorry, like, every every child out there literally, like, 
by nature of being a youth, like you have a mother, like that you probably live with who like has these products like around in the bathroom. Like, I don't understand like how that's in any way like offensive. Like this is completely normal. I don't get it. Made it a bigger deal. Like your kid probably would have like waving them around. Like, Oh my God. (laughs) Like what the hell? Yeah. That's so weird. I can't get people who just like demand that other people like, do things different on their home like yeah like i have disagreements on like how people live but like i'm not like oh my god vacuum your rug like yeah like i like even if i don't agree with like how someone like i don't know keep stuff in their own house like i'm not gonna go over to their house and be like how dare you like you know like like who does that like the people who have like the entitlement and like audacity to go into other people's houses and just be like, I can't believe you would do this. It's like, okay, well, you don't have to stay then. Like, no. <laughs> just, you can Please. go. Like, no one's forcing you to be here. <laughs> so weird. I don't know that what's is. wrong with people. All right. What's your next one? My next one's funny. Today I fucked up by winning a painting contest. <laughs> I'm curious to hear. This sounds yeah. kind of cool in a way. all right i 35 year old male used to work at a travel agency the travel industry got hit really hard during the pandemic and basically stopped doing stopped to do anything but finding ways and trying to keep current clients from withdrawing their money pretty depressing and i got a little bit of depression but that's a different story anyway there were companies that facilitated contacts between hotels and local tour operators and travel agencies by organizing workshops as you can imagine they had even less work than travel agencies so, one of these workshop companies focused on Malta decided to try to not be forgotten and made a painting contest for employees and their families of travel agencies that they worked with. Because I was always on the artistic side and I've tried to um, fight depression with a new hobby, watercolor painting, I've decided to join in. I made a little painting depicting a harbor in Malta. Um, and he's a link below if you're interested and you can see it. <laughs> um, and I won. It felt awesome, but only for a very short time. Oh, no. They, they announced winners on their Facebook page, and apparently there were very few participants, and they consisted only of kids and other travel agency employees, and then me. <laughs> so I won over a bunch of basically 10-year-olds. I trampled on kids' dreams and, as a consequence, declined to receive the prize. They actually awarded all the contestants with the same prizes, so then I agreed to take mine as well. It was a set of acrylic paints. (laughs) So it wasn't even, like, for a prize. Just, like, everyone who participated got a prize. (laughs) I love that phone call of, like, I would like to reject because it's a bunch of children. They're like, sir, you just got some brushes. Sir, just take the painting kit. Like, it just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so funny <laughs> but i love that he thought it was like a real contest but then the only other people entered were children <laughs> just like oh no i've ruined it <laughs> classic uh, that's amazing i love it he's just excited about his little painting hobby <laughs> oh, <sighs> so, good. so good so good poor it. guy oh yeah um <laughs> here's his painting Oh, that's good though. That's yeah, really it's, good. It's cute. <laughs> he's like, he's like, here's my painting. If anyone's interested, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, so good for this guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of him still. 
I know. I'm just like, good for you, man. You painted a really nice painting. <laughs> All right. I'm excited for my next one. Um, All right. Because I've kind of wanted to see this topic before, but I just saw it today. Um, today I fucked up when I made a Reddit post about my breakup that became popular on TikTok. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, you see these all the time, but I never, like... You always them, like, see, update. like, these certain Reddit stories that just, like, blow up on other social media, like, for some random reason. Like, BuzzFeed picks up a lot of them, and they're like, Reddit's going crazy over this story. What do you think? Like, I don't know. It's so weird how certain things just, like, get picked up and go viral. Yeah. All right. For the record, I have no problem with this post getting downvoted or buried. Yesterday, one of my ex's friends contacted me. She said she got my number from my ex. Made sense. I blocked and deleted my ex's number since our recent breakup. So if my ex wanted to continue communicating with me, she had to get creative. Hence the friend. She said my ex wanted to meet for coffee and clear the air. The friend made it sound like my ex was really sorry for what she did to me. My head was telling me to save my energy and avoid meeting my ex at all costs, but my heart was telling me I used to love her at some point. Maybe hearing her out would be the adult thing to do. I decided to ignore what my head was warning me not to do and agreed to meet with my ex. My ex and I saw each other this morning. It became very clear very quickly that she had no intention of apologizing for what she did during the breakup. She wanted me to know that she found my Reddit post on TikTok. She showed it to me. I, it got a lot of attention. She reminded me how she had to find out from another person that I was planning to end our relationship. And now she had to find out on TikTok that I shared our private life with strangers on the internet. I said, well, at least I didn't go down on a random girl moments before kissing someone I supposedly loved. My ex said she involved another person, the guy whose dick DNA was in her mouth, because I involved another person, my friend, that I spoke up to about the breakup before the breakup. I got frustrated and said, I guess that made us even. My ex disagreed. She said if she wanted to get even, she would have to post her side of the story on Reddit or TikTok. She was saying that uh, to low-key threaten me, but I really didn't care. She didn't scare me, not until she might accidentally refer to me by my real name, surname, and username on social media. I said nothing would stop me from making the same mistake and dropping her real name, too. She said challenge accepted and dared me to drag her name through the mud so she could do the same to me. But apparently worse. I called a timeout and asked what the fuck she wanted. She insisted that I created another post. You're reading it right now. I was instructed to type the following words to her from ver verbatim. <clears throat> Here we go. I kissed you after sucking someone else's dick to teach you what someone with balls actually tasted like because you obviously had no balls to tell me it was over between us. We're both to blame for the bad breakup, but I blame you for most of our relationship problems because you were under the impression that being an introvert meant I was in charge of communication. I confessed to sucking another dude's dick when I was done making out with you. And guess what? I was still doing it all the talking. I'm not perfect, but at least I told you what was going on instead of keeping my mouth shut. You can hate me all you want to for a random guy with a random dick to hurt you. However, you've been using me since the beginning of our relationship. I was good enough when you wanted to lose your virginity and enjoy all the perks of having a girlfriend. But as soon as you became more sexually experienced, you realized relationships actually work. I'll admit it. I'm a lot of work. But so were you. Dating a virgin guy with literally zero relationship experience meant I had to take the lead in and out of the bedroom, which wasn't always easy and enjoyable. But I did it because I believed you were worth it. I was wrong. You're a little bitch boy with a big appetite and a small stomach. Fun fact, you didn't make me come as much as you think you did. The end. There you have it. I'm the bad guy. I've done my part. 
I agreed to share this post of my my ex agreed not to turn this into a name of shame game on Reddit or TikTok or wherever. I guess the price I had to pay for sharing my relationship drama on the first place. Fuck up number one for 2023. Fuck my life. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn. All the comments were like, real glad she shared her side of the story she went really clear to in. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. It just made me laugh. I'm like, yeah, I give leave pee. Yeah, the whole thing is just crazy to me. It's a lot. That's a lot. It is a lot. Hooey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, my last one is just super funny. All right. Today I fucked up by wearing my robe and sweatpants to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Scene. Early morning. Midwest America. Zero dark o'clock. <laughs> this is like a play. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I get up to go use the bathroom. It's cold. I put on my sweatpants to go pee. Still cold. I grab my bathrobe and put it on. My first mistake was not closing the bathrobe and leaving it open. After all, why should I? Something like what's about to happen never happened to me before ever. And I'm simply going to wear my robe for a minute, take it off, and then go back to bed. I'm standing there, legs spread, doing my business. Enter. <laughs> the culprit quietly enters. <laughs> my sweatpants are pushed down low with the tie straps dangling. The robe tie dangling, and also my berries, if you catch my drift. My berries. <laughs> my berries. <laughs> my lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> I finish peeing and do my shaking, causing all three items to, of course, jiggle. This jiggling sealed my doom. My six-month-old kitten had snuck into the darkness and was watching me pee directly in front of me. The jiggling of the items caused him to leap into action. Oh, and no. he got caught on my balls. Oh, no. There he was, dangling from them, one claw trapped on my scrotum, as oh. I began bucking him off like I was a bull at a rodeo, and he was <laughs> holding on like he was going to set a record. <laughs> I was able to get him off after three seconds, but let me tell you, it felt like the cosmos took eons to align for that to happen first. Thankfully, he missed the actual ball itself and was stuck on the stretchy sack part. I managed to remain quiet during the altercation vocally, but not physically. I got back to bed and my wife wanted to know if I was okay because it sounded like I was fighting off an intruder in the bathroom. <laughs> he was, to be fair. I, to be fair, he was. That is an intrusion. <laughs> I'm okay now, but it feels like I nicked my balls shaving, but somehow worse. <laughs> Poor guy. Can you imagine that? Just like a cat, like, like right in the ball sack. Oh, man. How unfortunate. <laughs> uh, all right. What's your last one? This is like one of my favorite Reddit posts I've ever seen in my entire life. It's so petty. I'm not going to read the title just because I... D oh, yeah. It's actually from a subreddit called Petty Revenge. I like this. <gasps> what? I to, okay, I need, I need to, to follow, follow that one. Right? That sounds great, honestly. <laughs> That's my shit. All right. Here we go. I'm buying some cleaning supplies at Walmart. I'm 58, male, average height, but pretty fit and muscular. Nothing outrageous. I just can look intimidating. In the back of Walmart, there are the double doors that employees use to bring large carts out to stock the shelves. It's usually near the aisles that must be stocked regularly, like cleaning supplies or groceries. I hear a girl say, excuse me, I need to get through. In front of these double doors are two women, mid-40s, talking with their carts, blocking the employee from getting to the back. The girl says again, very nicely, I must add, excuse me, ladies, I need to get through. 
The women look at her and they know that she needs to get through, but continue to stand there talking. Attitude like it's a big inconvenience for them to move out of the way. This just pisses me off. Why do people treat workers like freaking trash? I'm about to say something, but hatch a better plan. One of the ladies' carts had her purse in it, so that's a no-go. I make eye contact with the girl and smile. I can see she's finding her irritation. As I casually walk past the women, I snag the other woman's cart full of groceries and walk away. They don't notice for a second, but then start to pursue me. Now, this may be where I was the asshole. I could have just left the cart and went about my day, but obviously that's not what I did. As I quickly move down the aisles, I put some of her groceries back on the shelves. I try to get the stuff close, but I don't have time to be perfect. The lady tries to pull the cart from me, claiming that it's her stuff. I say it's not your stuff until you pay for it, and continue on my way. I didn't get much put back on the shelves because she kept pulling on the cart. I take a bag of frozen chicken breasts and throw them back in the freezer case. Almost make it to the front of the store, and the three of us are starting to make a scene, so I abandon the cart, but take several items with me. I think she was going to make chocolate chip cookies. They don't follow me, but I make a clean getaway. When I get back to my shopping cart, I notice the other woman's cart. Her purse is not in it now, so I go off. I roll up to the camping section, pull out all the cold items. There were only a few, and I needed milk and butter anyway, so bonus. I told a friend about what happened later, and she asked me why I was such an asshole about it, and wondered why I didn't stop after I'd solved the problem. She told me it's just like a man, yes, she said it like that, to think he has the right to be judge, jury, and executioner. I don't think I'm a misogynist pig, but then again, I'm a guy who knows. I did go back to the camping area later to put the rest of the stuff away, but it was gone when I got there. I feel bad that an employee might have to restock the stuff, my bad. I never did get to see the girl again, hope she had a chuckle about it. So he posted an update. <clears throat> oh, man. <laughs> this happened like a year ago, and I didn't think much about it. The other day, I went to a restaurant with my extended family. One of the waitresses kept looking at me. It took me a while to put it together. When she walked past, I said, didn't you used to work at Walmart? She got excited and exclaimed that she thought it was me. I had a haircut and lost some weight since then. She filled me in on the aftermath. The ladies complained to the manager that the guy had tried to steal their stuff for the, no reason. The manager figured out there was more to the story. The entitled woman wanted the manager to find me and have me arrested. The worker girl told her what really happened and has since become store folklore. I told her I posted this in the I'm I the Asshole and got voted the asshole. She said, you're not the asshole. You are indeed a legend at Walmart. <laughs> My sister told her other, another similar story from when we were kids, but I'll save that one for another day. So what do you think? I just love the level of pettiness that this man took. It's very petty and I love it too. <laughs> he like committed to that bit too. He like, he saw the other car and was like, you know, I could let this go, but no, I'm going to put her. I will not there. though. I will not. <laughs> uh, no, I love that. Thinking, like she wanted, they wanted him arrested, but it's like, yeah, like they didn't pay for it. Like it's still the stores. It's still the store's cart. Like, I mean, like not really like anything he did wrong. Just kind of a dick, but eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <sighs> All right. Well, those are our stories. We'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll have Conspiracy Corner. Woo. Be right back. And we're back. And it's time for Conspiracy Corner. So... The one I brought for you today is one that you have maybe heard of before. I'm not sure. Have you heard of the mattress store conspiracy? Oh, I think I saw this today, actually. That's weird. Um, 
Is it that they're like all a front for like mafia or like drug and like stuff like that? Yes. Yes. All right. So this came about in like maybe around like 2018 or something. Someone brought this up. Um, It actually, I think, started on Reddit. Um, So someone on Reddit like just asked the question um, like about what conspiracy theories do you buy into? And someone said this mattress firm is some sort of giant money laundering scheme. They're everywhere and they're always empty. I remember seeing four mattress firms all on each corner of an intersection once. There's no way the demand is so high for mattresses. Um, and then came back and just said, edit. A few people seem confused. I'm talking about multiples of the same mattress store brand, all in close proximity to each other, not different mattress store companies, like all mattress firms. Um, if there were four different companies, I get the competition, but why are there four of the same locations so close to each other? Um, okay. So people started looking into this to see, like, is this true? And there's a lot of really funny, like, just like screenshots of like Google Maps, like just showing like how close a lot of different mattress firm locations are in certain areas. And yeah. like, it's kind of true. There's some crazy pictures where you're like, okay, there's no way the, the, the mattress demand is that high that they need that many locations in that area. Um, so people started researching it and people have done like legit news articles on this, like researching it. Like people have gotten really into it. Um, but it turns out like there are a lot of them. Um, there's basically, as it turns out, a couple of reasons why, um, Mattress firms specifically, I guess, decided that they wanted to be like the the first mattress store that you think about. Like when people go to buy a mattress, they want to basically be the only option. So that's why they've gone around and just like dominated the market in certain areas and they've opened up a ton of locations. Um, so they just want it to be like when you go to buy a mattress, it's basically the only choice you have is to go to them. Yeah, I just um, looked it up on Wikipedia, and, like, this is as of 2021. There's 2,300 locations, so that is, like, a lot of Which is locations. insane. Like, that yeah. is, like, so many. Yeah. Considering, yeah. like, they're mostly all in urban areas. You don't ever see them, like, in rural areas or anything. Yeah, exactly. And they've bought other mattress chains. So Mattress Firm bought Sleepies. Like, they've bought other up other ones to just, like, further, like, dominate the market. So basically, they're trying to have, like, a mattress monopoly. So... Not a conspiracy, necessarily, but kind of shady. Um, they also have pretty low, like, overhead for, like, yeah. keeping them open. Like, they really only – they don't need very many employees, and it's it doesn't take a lot to kind of just, like, keep the lights on at, like, a mattress store. So um, that's another reason that it's, like, costing them not that much to have a ton of locations. Um, and then – Two, another thing people brought up is, like, why do they always seem so, like, sleazy inside? Like, you just always think, like, this is so yeah. weird. Like, they have, like, a certain vibe, you know, right? It so does. It's like, like a car yeah. dealership. Like, it's, like, yeah. that level. Yeah. So, this can be explained by the fact that mattresses are considered a, quote, grudge purpose or purchase. So, it's not something that people are ever excited about buying. No one ever wants to go spend money on a mattress. It's just one of those things that, like, every now and then you have to do. Like, once in a while, you have to go buy a new mattress. No one's happy about it. It's not, like, a fun experience. And, like, when you go to buy a mattress, you kind of just have to go to the place that sells mattresses and get one. Like, there's – and if they're already dominating the market, there's really no need to make their stores, like, appealing in any way. 
So they're not like innovating. They're not like fixing up their stores. Yeah. Like they're not making them like a fun place. They're kind of just like, you need a mattress. We have mattresses. Like that's that. <laughs> so that's another reason that it's not like a super exciting shopping experience. Um, and then there is a thing about that mattress firm is owned by Steinhoff International which is the second biggest furniture retail company in the world only after understand. yeah only after IKEA apparently um so Steinhoff is actually the subject of a massive criminal investigation <laughs> it's not money laundering though it's um i don't even understand really um there's like a lot of like fraud allegations from regulators and stuff and there's something going on with like there was like this huge collapse in the market in South Africa. It's like kind of complicated basically what happened, but there is some shady shit with like Steinhoff or whatever, the overlord of mattress firm. Um, but it's not money laundering. It's more just like, it's a big sketchy corporation basically. Um, so sadly, like the conclusion of this conspiracy is like, no mattress firm is probably not like a money laundering front. Um, but they are owned by like, some shady overlords. Um, it's more likely just the fact that they've employed a number of business practices to try to dominate the mattress market and no one's happy about buying a mattress. <laughs> and that's pretty much the moral of the story. But yeah, pretty. it's an interesting theory though because it is true. It's like one of those businesses that you see you're just like, who's keeping all these in business? Like, what is the demand for this? Like, do you have any of those places near you? Like, there's like, there's like certain places I feel like that you go past sometimes, like just like in your neighborhood or something. And you're just like, how is that specific store like staying in business? Like, how are they paying their rent? Like, why is that? Like, how are they still open? Like, and usually it's somewhere that's like somewhere where the rent would be kind of expensive. And then it's like some janky store or something. And you're just like, what is this? Like, how are they affording this? I don't know. I think about stuff like that all the time. I'm always like, what's going on here? I want to know more. <laughs> Yeah, I um things I think of like whenever I see that are just like I never get Barnes and Noble. Like I haven't been to one in like five years. And like I'm like, if you're gonna get a book, like you're either one gonna get them on Amazon for cheap, or like if you are gonna get local, you're gonna do like a local bookstore, like something better. So like I never get those. And they're always in like relatively nice places too. Yeah. Okay. Like this is so funny because like so a lot of Barnes and like a lot of big bookstores like that, like I feel like because Borders went out of business and then yeah. like, I feel like Barnes and Noble has closed like a ton of their locations, but there are a few still around. Usually they're kind of in like nicer suburbs. I feel like it's kind of like their, their demographic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's true. Like I feel like they used to be everywhere and now like the ones that are left, I'm just like, wait, but like who is still shopping here? Like who's keeping these in business? Um, but then again, there is nothing like wandering around a barn, like a suburban Barnes and Noble. Yeah. I feel like it's like a very specific experience that's like very fun, you know. But I feel like I never buy anything. It's oh. just like one of those places you just go and like wander around, maybe use the bathroom. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That no, it's mall. true. Malls in general too, which is funny because I just drove by like the one right by me. And, like, I don't know about elsewhere, but malls in the Midwest are weird. Because, like, I was looking over there and it was, like, 5 p.m. on a Sunday. It was jam-packed where, like, cars were, like, on the road. And it, like, truly boggles my mind every time I see it. Malls are so interesting because, like, they had, like, 
either like mall like so the whole thing is that like retail people say retail's dead like retail's not dead it's just like bad retail's dead so like i feel like a lot of malls have either like become like ghosts they've gone one way or another they become ghost towns and just like died if they were like a lame mall or they've been totally revitalized and they've made them like trendy and fun now so like that's how it is in san diego like there's like kind of like lame malls and then there's like the really nice malls that have like totally been like turned around because like people want like now they want like stuff that's like has like trendy restaurants and like you know like fun local stores and stuff and like i don't know it's more like an experiential like destination than just like a suburban shopping mall or whatever um but have you ever yeah. been to uh shields no okay i'll have to take you sometime because i know they're building what one is, in tulsa and there's one right there me. basically it's like a sporting goods store okay but like it's a fun experience like there's a ferris wheel there's a bowling alley there's what? like a little like hunting like bb gun track and shit like it's just a fun place to go like I've gotten there. I've gotten stuff there just because, like, I've enjoyed going there. Like, they made it a fun experience. Sounds like a Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a cooler Bass Pro Shop. Like, okay. I don't know. Like, Bass Pro Shops just depress me. Like, there are there level, is like, something really bleak about Bass Pro. Yeah, Shop. like I can't go to them. Like, they just like really like something unsettling there. I don't know what there, it is. You know, there is something really unsettling there. I don't like it at all. I think it's all the souls of the deceased animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they're haunting it. I don't know. Yeah, it's... they really are. Though. Like, oh, it's dark. I know. Plus, plus, I'm not gonna like buy a boat. So I'm not gonna buy a boat, and I'm not gonna buy like a gun. So like, that's pretty much like your options. I think there. Have yeah. I discussed the lingerie section on the podcast of Bass Pro Shops? Yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the pod. We've talked about it before. <laughs> yeah, there's just—I mean, it's pretty simple. It's not the like there's fact a that big. It is so yeah, it's not a big lingerie section. There's just a section of lingerie that's all camo. But it exists. And, like the fact that yeah. it exists is what's concerning. Yeah. I just, I just want to know who's buying lingerie at Bass Pro Shop. I want to know if there's any lady out there. Let me know who's hunting in lingerie. That's what I want to know. <laughs> That's the better question. <laughs> yeah. Like she just got like a broad panties and she's got a gun. <laughs> oh my god. That's God, that's some Oklahoma shit. <laughs> that is some Oklahoma shit. I bet I bet it exists. I bet it does exist. Oh no. I'm no, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, it happened. Oh boy. Um all right, well, what is your conspiracy for today? <laughs> as if as if that's not enough of a conspiracy. Like <laughs> camo I lingerie. A, I have a dumb one and then I have like a bigger one. Okay, I like dumb ones. I gotta get this picture ready to send you because it's very funny. So uh, before Sarah and I were talking about on the pod and I didn't really have much to talk about or else I just want something more fun to talk about. So I I googled conspiracy and dildo and just like (laughs) rolled the dice of what let's see what happens yeah (laughs) i just figured it would be funny like something funny would happen so like there's a lot of like non-stories but the one i saw was there's like a tv anchorman a couple years ago um where they were doing a report about how um amazon was like outpacing walmart in sales Mm -hmm. and the guy was like oh you know why that is because amazon sells sex toys he's like no no i know a guy and a guy told me that that is the reason which is funny because I'm like, no, like, it's not it at all. Also <laughs> That's funny. That's not it. <laughs> did you know, like, Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Target, like, you could buy sex toys online. Like, they may not have them in, like, the physical stores, but, like, you mm-hmm. can still get it online. Yeah. They have all kinds of stuff online that you can't buy in the actual store now. 
So I was on the Walmart website and I just sent you a sex toy that I found on there. So please okay, describe it. Very excited. Oh no. Okay. Um, so the full description is 8.7 inch dildos, sex toys, octopus tentacle, adult toy with suction cup for hands-free play, big thick G-spot stimulator for women and men anal play. That is that is the entire that entire thing is the the title of the piece. <laughs> I try not to be too judgy, but man, I'm judging this. This thing is weird. This is and it, I mean, for only thirty dollars, honestly, that seems like a steal to me. It's twenty six or twenty nine sixty nine. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> they had to do it. They knew what they were doing. They had to do it. <laughs> they knew. Um. Okay. We will post. I think we'll post a photo on the Insta because I think we have to. Um, yeah, we gotta. Sorry, world, but um, yeah, it's a it, it it's a dildo. Well, it looks like to be made out of some sort of rubbery material. It's all black. Um, it has a suction cup on the end, so you can stick it on something. But the entire dildo component is just one long tentacle that has like suction cups on it like little suction things and then it, it it's got like some sort of large mound at the end perhaps supposed to be ball like but it's only one i don't know there's just a lot going on here it's got um two five star reviews um so people seem to be happy with the tentacle i don't know I'm, like i'm happy for them i'm happy yeah, that I they're happy <laughs> you know <laughs> good for them <laughs> Um, but yeah, so thank you, Walmart. Thank you for thank that you. option. Speaking of dildos, um, do you know about the, um, I don't know what to call him, but Dr. Jordan Peterson? No. Oh, you're lucky. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of those like podcasty type dudes. He's kind of more like on the conservative side. He like started as like a Canadian psychologist and like weirdly got very famous and he's like on like Ben Shapiro's like news network thing. Oh well, but that's a good sign. It's a great sign. <laughs> so this is kind of like a behind the conspiracy because I don't really have anything too much, but he's he's an interesting man, like just in general, because like he's not what you really expect. Like he cries a lot, like a lot, a lot. Like oh. I cry. And I'm like judging him for the amount that I see him cry on camera where I'm like, dude, why? Like you're like he cried about because I guess Olivia Wilde during the Don't Worry Darling press conference said she based like Chris Pine's character on him, which not a great sign, but disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he the funniest thing I think about his life is he got some like health scare. And so his daughter convinced him to do an all meat diet Oh, no. Where he then went into a coma because he wasn't getting the proper nutrition. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> a meat coma. No. No. It's too much. I, I kind of knew all this a bit for a while, but uh, recently on one of my other podcasts, they like brought him up. And I heard something I had not heard before, which is interesting. So like he was like a legitimate psychologist, like he had patients, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, right as he got famous, um, I guess there was a news story about like how he never really told any of his clients. Okay. So, 
like they would try to get in touch with him and like couldn't like set up an appointment but then what was really douchey is then he'd like they'd start getting emails of like hey, the liberals are trying to kill you. Please, like, go bitch out Nancy Pelosi or this or that. Like, that's, like, the emails they'd be getting from, like, their psychologist. What? Because <laughs> no. he like, put all his patients on, like, a mailing list. Oh, so, no. Yeah. Oh. Like, the weirdest story of, like, can you imagine, like, that being your doctor and then, like, getting those types of messages? Oh, my God. And then, like, I know he said she's like, yeah, he canceled an appointment that I saw him, like, on TV, like, whenever we were supposed to be having our session. And I was just like. (laughs) He's like, I have to go. I'm very busy. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Oh, God. That's rough. That's rough. I'm behind the conspiracy just because, I don't know, I found that very odd. But, yeah, he, uh, he's like, he really hates women. I'll say that. Like, dude, like, cannot stand them. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> um, so that is conspiracy corner for today. Yippee. Yippee. Uh, <laughs> next up, I have a fun topic that I think you'll enjoy. Um, so with the end of the year comes lists like top things from 2022 or best of or whatever, you know, like rankings, lists, et cetera, come out for the year. So now that we're in 2023, we get some 2022 summaries and whatnot. Um, So Tumblr released the uh, top 12 fandom ships of 2022. So these are relationships in fandom that are not real, but that people are, would like to be real. And, write about talk about etc write fan fiction for all all the tumblr business you know you know how it goes <laughs> so still use tumblr that's like i think out of that story that's what i was most like interested a certain in. subset of the population is extremely into tumblr yep there's those people they're out there it's a lot of people who like i think like write fan fiction and stuff and like talk about like you know shipping like fictional couples from like tv series and stuff so the fun twist for the 2022 list is that the top 12 were all same-sex couples so interesting yeah that's that's different yeah so basically tumblr got really gay in 2022 (laughs) i think they've been closeted for a while let's say that okay they've been gay but like they really went for it this year so let's talk about the top 12 um fandom ships let's get into the list all right do you have any guesses of just like all pop culture any potential gay pairings that you would like to see (laughs) so i think we did a list a while back i don't think it was tumblr specific but uh i remember we did a list i know there's a lot of marvel like there's a shit ton of marvel on it so if you're saying like two of the same pair, I'm guessing like is Captain uh, brought, like Captain America, Iron Man still up there? I know like Endgame was a while back, so it might have changed, but like that to me seemed one of the more popular ones. So shockingly, there is no Marvel on this list. At least really, not in the top, at least not in the top oh. twelve. I know. I'm is shook there, too. 
So can we cancel out any? Is there like a bunch of anime stuff? Because like I know there's sometimes anime stuff on there. There's there's like one or two. Um, That's not it's bad. not the it's not the majority. No, um, a lot of them are Stranger Things related. Oh, interesting. Yes. So, our number one, our top one, is this one that people have dubbed Byler. Will Byers and Mike Wheeler from Stranger Things. So, like, the two main kids from Stranger Things. Like, the two guys. People really want this to be a thing. (laughs) And, I mean, I I think we've definitely got the undertones that, like he was in love with him this season. Like yeah. that was a thing. And then he recent the actor recently came out as gay, actually like literally this week, like that yeah. actor did come out as gay. And then I think that in, in the show, his character is supposed to be gay as well. And he's like clearly in love with his best friend. I mean, there were definitely, that was definitely happening in this season. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, but people really are like the fandom around this couple that they really want to see is like very real so that was the number one pick that to me is kind of like Arya stark in a way when i'd see her like after Maisie became like of age and all that stuff is like i get it they're teenagers now but it's just a little bit odd too because like primarily like most of the show is like a set when they're like kids for the i know the stranger things kids have all gotten so old it's like kind of weird now i don't like it <laughs> like oh they're like teenagers i hate it <laughs> yeah um, all right. So the next one up is also Stranger Things related. This one is has been dubbed Steady. So it's Steve and Eddie. <laughs> so Steve Harrington and Eddie Munson, um, as a couple. Um, people they're are just, just like, very good friends, man. Like I think they're just chill, but people like, are they're... very into this. They really want to see this be a thing. Um, yeah. So I I mean, I don't know. I don't really get it, but like good for them. Um, I've never put enough thought into Stranger Things to like imagine any two characters boning. Just FYI, and like no, same. Like I don't like it that much. Like have I watched no. all of it? Yes, but like it's more just like it's something to watch. I don't think it's that good. People like freak out about Stranger Things. I've talked about this before. I think it's a very average show. But anyway, um, all right. Next up, because Tumblr, you know, is Tumblr. The next one is from Supernatural because of course it is. <laughs> That's who's on Tumblr. Let me tell you, the supernatural girlies I are on Tumblr. I should have guessed this one. Damn it! God. Yeah. And they're so like I, brothers, right? Like, um, okay. So I don't think the the two characters that so this one is titled Dean Winchester and Castile. Yeah, yeah. are the He's two. Like a, I never. I watched like the first two seasons a while back. And I don't know who good. Castile is. Like, I he's know like an that, angel, I think. Okay, because I know that like there's the two guys are like the Winchester brothers, right? right. But like then I yeah. don't know who Castile is. But okay, so yeah, Dean and Castile is apparently a thing, and that one's titled Destile, um, is their couple name. Uh, the next one I I like, and this one is actually like makes sense. Um. So this one is titled Black Bonnet. So it's Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet from Our Flag Means Death, which they okay, actually were like a gay couple. Yeah. It actually works. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, this is a real one. You just support these two characters, which I, I agree. I love them together. I, I have a so. friend who's like really into it. Like she... Wait, I have a friend who's really into it. <laughs> really? That's funny. Like, no, like, 
she posts all the time on Facebook about how much she loves our flag being death and those two as a couple. No, like, I also have a friend who's very into it. She posts on her Instagram stories like all the time about it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I mean, I like the show too, but not quite that much. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, I just enjoy it's it. It's a good show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people are into that. So that's one. Um, the next one is yet another Stranger Things couple. This oh. one is called Ronance. So it's Robin and Nancy. So Wait, is it the two main characters' moms? No, it's the two girls. Oh, wait. Like, uh, like Nancy, who previously dated Steve, and then yeah. Robin, who is um, Maya Hawk. Oh, the, that one. Okay. I, it's those two. I, I haven't seen the newest season. It's been a while. So, but yeah, I don't know. Like, they didn't really seem to have, I don't know about the newest season, but they didn't seem to have much chemistry. But... They don't, I mean, Nancy's not like, I mean, Nancy's straight is the issue here. Like, so they do, they do set up that Robin is a lesbian. So, like, that is true. But, yeah. like, no, like, I don't, I, I think Nancy's pretty straight, so I don't know. I think they, like, <laughs> posted the only, like, girl her age. Like, I know, they're just like, well, they have to be a couple now. <laughs> it is yeah. what it is. <laughs> okay, the next one just, like, sent me, because it is, like, the most bizarre one I've ever heard of, and I do not know who these characters are, but I just thought it was very funny. It is two characters from the TV show 911. <laughs> 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 Which is just so Wait. funny to me because like first Murphy of all shows? who's who's what no no was it that hold on let me see i don't I think thought, so i thought he like did it because there's a lot of like uh like angela bassett and stuff like that in it hold on TV. i don't know but 911 i just like i'm sorry but like first of all i didn't know that there were fans of yep. this show it is ryan murphy really yeah ryan murphy yeah okay well great but People are apparently very into these two characters named Evan Buckley and Edmundo Diaz, who are two firefighters, and people really want them to be a couple. And I'm like, first of all, I didn't know anyone was out here watching 911. Secondly, I didn't know anyone felt strongly enough about it to make up like fan fiction couples out of it. So that one was just very funny to me. <laughs> Wait, Jennifer Love Hewitt's on here? Huh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, firefighter. Yeah, uh, interesting. I'm just like looking this up. Okay, all right. Yeah, Brian Murphy strikes again in the gay community. Will he never stop? <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be stopped, honestly. Uh, everyone needs to fantasize about Jeffy Dahmer. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I'm just glad there's nothing on the list involving Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, thank, thank God. God. <laughs> Um, the next one is from this show on Disney Channel, which I have never seen. It's called The Owl House. I don't know. Have you ever heard oh, of this? I've heard of people talk about it. Let me look it up because I'm curious now. Okay, so it's two girls who are on this animated series on Disney Channel called The Owl House. People are very into them. Um, it's really good animation. Just looking. It this looks through. cute. Yeah. Yeah. And I oh, guess I've seen memes. I've seen. And memes I guess about one of them actually. is. One of them is like openly bi on the show, oh, and it's cool. like Disney's first bisexual like main character. So I guess that's fun. Um, yeah. So good for them. Good for Disney. Um, but yeah, I don't know much more about it. Here, I'll send you a thing. It's really pretty. But yeah. All right. What's the next one on? <laughs> the next one is a classic that we love. Uh, it's Nandermo, Nandor and Guillermo from yeah. What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> we love them. I fully support this one. <laughs> 
honestly, what a great show. And those two are very funny. I love it. Um, next up, we've got, I have not seen this, but it's, um, it's from The Witcher. So it's Geralt and Josquier, I guess his bard, the guy who sings about him. Really? Okay, I, that one. That would surprise me just because, like, Henry Cavill and then, like, the lady who's actually, like, his girlfriend on the show are, like, insanely attractive. Like, I'm like, that's not what Tumblr wants, though. (laughs) Tumblr doesn't want attractive, is the thing. (laughs) That's not what Tumblr's here for, okay? (laughs) They want it to be weird. (laughs) No, but, like, seriously, like, I don't. Here, I'm going to send you a picture just because, like, I am, like, this is, like, my fucking hill to die on, okay? Like, these two are, like, very attractive. I don't know why, like, we need more than that. But, okay, here, tell me what you think, because, yeah. It's Henry Cavill, too, like, I don't know. I guess, like, that could be a gay fantasy, too. But I feel like the one that they actually gave us is pretty good. Yeah, no, okay, they look super hot. Like, that is, I don't know, the one that they gave us is upsetting me. I don't, I, I don't right? understand. Like, and no, I, Tum- Tumblr's out here doing some weird shit, okay? They are, and the guy I know that is the bard, I don't think is, like, very attractive. Maybe it's, no, like, kind of, like, like, super average. Yeah. He's like, very normal looking. I'm not saying he's, like, unattractive, but he's, like, no. very normal. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess, okay, good for them. Um, the next one is, I don't even know what these words are, um, arcane i think it's oh i watched that what is it it's um this is a long we're trying to summarize this as quickly as possible so there's a game called league of legends uh netflix is kind of doing like video game adaptations which oddly they're doing a very good job animation wise on these video game adaptations but this one's just like very well done animation like it's 3d but it looks like 2d it's i don't know it's really good is it the two sisters on the show caitlin and v are they the sisters? I don't know. I think so. I'm going to have to look up the characters because it's been a while since and, I watched it. Okay. Caitlin is an enforcer from the nicer part of oh, October. No. And V is a newly free from prison brawler from the Undercity. I know those two. Yeah. Um, it's like the main character. And then um, there's like a police cop. Yeah. Those are two very attractive characters. I understand it. But I mean, like, I never really got that feeling. But also, I just don't really, like, <laughs> think about two characters from cartoons sexually either. So, I, yeah. yeah the, that's where Tumblr loses me, unfortunately. <laughs> like, I, I'd have to really take a leap for that. Um, okay. And our last two. So, uh, the next one up is Hannibal Lecter and Will Graham from Hannibal. Oh, one of those men. Classic. One of those oh, men is played man. by Mads Mikkelsen. So, automatically, I get it. Whatever it is, pair him with anyone. Doesn't matter to me. I understand. Um, so, that's Have you hot. seen Hannibal yet? No, everyone tells me I'd like it. You would. I need to watch. I know I love Mads. So, dude, if, because yeah. you're into dark shit. By, like, dark standards, this is, like, the darkest of the dark, too. Okay, I love that. Like, there's <laughs> shit that haunts me still after I've seen it, like, many years past. Like, okay. it is dark. But it's really, really good. So, yeah, you should check Excellent. it out. So, yeah, they acknowledge that this is one of the all-time great male-male ships um, of basically ever. People I love think it Campbell should be top, love. really, honestly. Yeah. Like, those two, yeah. No, yep. really. It deserves it. Good stuff. They should be number one. And then our last one, number 12, is... Okay, I didn't know this was still on TV. Supergirl? <laughs> oh, man, I used to watch that. Oh, um, man. It's... Kara and... Kara and Lena? Oh, yeah. that's They're both very attractive. I thought her... she has, like, a sister... 
on the show who actually was a lesbian like in the series so i thought okay. it'd be her maybe but no those two are very attractive too i i support that one out of most of these like that one's a good one okay okay well as especially, long as like, you as long as you support it <laughs> well, especially they tried to like pair her with guys on there and they mm. always like it it was always lame like i'll be real like so that one was actually probably a better move if they would have done it okay nice nice all right so those are our ships any uh any you think we should have seen on there <laughs> i don't know because like i don't think of like too i don't ship myself that much um probably the most recent one and it was like man woman was um i don't know why but on andor i really want the two like nazis to get together like you know like the blonde lady and the oh, like, dark haired dude oh yeah they like need to have yeah, some gross dude. nazi sex oh their chemistry is off the charts i'm telling you <laughs> yes so true so true <laughs> i've never felt that way before but i'm like nah these two need each other they're both really gross nazis yeah get it on for real they're both just disgusting and i'm like yeah do it <laughs> <laughs> now kiss <laughs> yes yes no it's perfect and they're all they also kind of hate each other so it's like the perfect like enemies yeah. to lovers trope mm -hmm. like oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> no that's a good one <laughs> i read like non-stop about house the dragon but like literally almost everyone on that show like bones each other anyway so. I, we don't even need to fantasize no. like people are fucking their uncles already like you don't even have to come up with like illicit fandoms for it like it's happening <laughs> like yeah yeah no, i just i guess on that one i just really want allison to get laid like in general i don't really care by who like just as long as she enjoys her sex because like up until now she really hasn't so i feel bad I, for her do you, i want her and Kristen cole to be boning yeah but i feel like they'd still hate each other over it yeah but like i just hope they're kind of like hate boning on the side that's what i want for her yeah i just want her to be somewhat happy i guess like it's a weird one i feel like <laughs> i guess maybe i don't even know anymore <laughs> i just like that actress a lot yeah no she's great she's great um all right well do we want to get into some thirst corner speaking of this yeah i got the list up i'm good excellent to go. it's already been a little thirsty so let's just keep it rolling oh no i went to 911. let me go back here we go <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. Damn you, 911. Damn Ryan you. Murphy distracted me. <laughs> Get out of here, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we left on 2015. Mm -hmm. Okay, it is a well known singer. Do you want to guess who the first one is? I don't know if you're going to be able to guess any of the other ones, really, but. Oh, man. Okay, well known singer 2015. She was 25 at the time. 25 and 2015. God, I don't know. It was like, Taylor Swift. Oh, that's upsetting. I don't like that. It's an odd one for Maxim. I'm not Maxim? like I'm not She does not have I'm sorry, she doesn't have like a Maxim vibe. Yes. Like no. That's it. Yeah, like I'm not criticizing her beauty standards by any means cuz like No, I, she's gorgeous. Like, like objectively like, like a very hate, pretty person. Yeah, you can hate Taylor Swift and it's like no, she's like still attractive, but like she doesn't really have that Maxim vibe, really, is what's interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, that's weird to me. I don't I don't love it. No, it's mm. weird. Then we have Stella Maxwell. Oh, yeah. Model. I forgot who she is. Oh, yeah, her. Okay. <laughs> Most of yeah. these are like Victoria's Secret models. And they're all, like, yeah. I know, they're all like Victoria's Secret angels or people who have dated like Leo, basically, is like the list. All right, 2017, Haley Baldwin. 
which is like now Justin Bieber's wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's an odd choice for that year. Like, was she just modeling at that time? I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think she's. She's not really my type. I don't know. I'm not like criticizing her really. It's just more like I don't know. Especially, I think she like, look. I think she looks very like elegant, but I don't think yeah. she's like super hot. Like. I guess that's it is like for maximum it's usually like oh my god that every guy's thirst is usually like what the definition is which like she doesn't really do it for me as much yeah um, i don't think so i think she's like more of a little more specific look 18 we have kate upton okay yeah hot. that's yeah I, I like i don't care who you are you gotta agree on i don't that care one. who you are like she's hot yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> then we have nothing but influencers really uh we have olivia culpo uh up next she was miss rhode island i mean yeah she's attractive like she's very attractive yeah i can agree with that one yeah she's basically like an influencer though we did not have it in 2020 i guess because the pandemic why does that affect the maxim hot 100 (laughs) i don't know (laughs) what you're just picking someone, right? Like, I don't, like, what do you mean? <laughs> because of the pandemic? <laughs> like, no one was yeah. hot during the pandemic, okay? <laughs> no one. Yeah, I never had one. I don't know why. Um, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I'll just do the other two since we just have two left. Um, Tiana Taylor, she's a singer. No. Oh, it's like one of the first, like, black ladies we've had. Okay. okay. And she's very attractive, but yeah. A like, diversity, but I don't know who she is. No, I don't know either. But yeah, she was very attractive. And then we have Paige Spironk, who's a golf influencer. Okay, that's the one that you hinted at. And I was like, who? (laughs) What? (laughs) She is very attractive, though. Like, I will say that. A golf influencer. Wow. Okay. Much to think about. I feel like that's like a specific man's fantasy, though. Yeah. She plays golf and she's hot. Oh, my God. Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely certain men who are very into that. Well, that's the rest of the list. We got to find something else to read. Damn, I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I was a little let down by most of the Maxim ones. I don't know. I feel like it was pretty good early on. I feel like the, the early ones were good, and I feel like then they strayed. Yeah, <laughs> they strayed a bit. They got just into a lot of models and people no one knows about. Like, yeah, yeah when you're doing golf influencers, you know, you're not like. The peak have, of pol- uh, popularity anymore. You have really strayed far from God's light. Like at that point, like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what other big like rankings are out there. I mean, like I feel like like we did people's sexiest man. Like we did Maxim, which I would say is like the girl equivalent. Like I don't know what other lists are out there. I don't know. We'll have to find something. Yeah, we'll have to do some uh, research. I'm curious now. <laughs> I am too. I uh, I don't know, but we will find out. We should get into some really like niche categories. Like, <laughs> well, that like I feel like BuzzFeed is gonna have some weird lists that I'm excited to do. Like, I kind of want to do like oh, people yeah. maximum to get the like normie stuff. But I feel like we can get some BuzzFeed or some weird stuff coming. <laughs> well, we just did Tumblr and it was very concerning. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's get into some more weird stuff. <laughs> All right, um, what was your thirst this week? You know what? I like literally can only think of WWE people this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in too deep, man. I'm in like so deep. That's the embarrassing part. Like, 
But you're not like. Here's the deal. It's like you're also not that attracted to like very muscular. No, I'm really too. not. It's like totally not my yeah. type, honestly. So that's, that's what's funny so funny me. about it. No, I know. <laughs> It's like Chelsea too. We were watching like Knives Out, and she's like, Dave Batista is like father and bait. I'm like, I don't care. He's like my man crush, not for physically. He just his vibe. No, that's that's the thing. It's the vibe. It's not. It's not even so much the appearance. It's the vibe. Am I attracted to Batista? Not at all. Do I love him unconditionally? Absolutely. Like it's not like that. So yeah. Okay. So I have to talk about this one who I really love. Um. It's actually two, and they they recently did a tag team match. Um, there's two WWE guys. One's name, well, it's not his real name, but his his like ring name is Drew McIntyre, and he is a Scottish professional wrestler. Um, he's huge, first of all. He's six five, two hundred seventy pounds. He's just like beefy and giant. Um, he has like long flowy black hair beard he his whole thing is being like super scottish like that's his whole like persona in wwe so he comes out like carrying like a giant sword and he like wears a kilt and he comes out and like they play like bagpipe music when he enters and stuff it's like so over the top but it's so good he's really leaning into it um so he recently did a tag team match where his tag team partner was this other wrestler whose WWE name is just Seamus. <laughs> like, that's his name. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Which kills me. It's so funny, you know? They're like... Does he you come think out with, like, like, a sea she- shanty? Because he should. He should, right? Yeah. Right? And if you see him, you'll be like, oh, my God. Like, this man is literally, like, just a giant Irishman. It's so funny. He's, like, got, like, bright red hair. He's super pale. They call him the Great White because he's so white. <laughs> Look at this man. Oh, man. Your screen's, like, glowing. <laughs> I know. He's, like, our level of pale. Like, he he's us. He is our level. He is us. Like, representation, honestly. I mean. <laughs> so, this man is also giant. Um, he is. He's 6'3". Um, like, 250. He's he's just huge. Um, so, he's an Irish one. Um, his real name's, like, Stephen. But, yeah. Him and Drew did, like a tag team smackdown match together recently and wow what a great time just these <laughs> this irish dude and this scottish dude just like beaten up on other people it was so funny to me um and it's not even that i think these men are like so attractive i just think like they're so funny like they're so committed to like their personas and like i just think their whole like backstory is like really hilarious and fascinating so that's my thirst for the week is this tag team duo i just love them i just think they're great <laughs> And then they post videos where they go out like drinking together like afterwards and stuff and they're just like in like a bar and I'm just like I love this. <laughs> oh, so committed to their craft. <laughs> no, that's amazing. I yeah. I love it. I also love that you're just real into WWE now. It's I'm very so funny into to it me. Now. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm so into it. <laughs> We were with friends last night and I was like we were talking about streaming services or something and I was like, yeah, I mean we have Peacock, but like I mean, I really only use it to watch WWE. And they're like, wait, you what? And I was like, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So who's your thirst? Um, so this kind of came up two places. Uh, one is the new Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny movie um, that uh, you probably saw with the um, 
Oh, I uh, saw Avatar. that trailer. Yeah, yeah the Avatar. That. It was yep. actually one of the better looking trailers. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't look bad. I'm actually like, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Like, I'm, no, uh, you know, James, I'm skeptical, but I'm going to go. <laughs> no, uh, James Mangold's doing it, who's like a really good director. So, um, not that like dissing Spielberg, but like his movies have been kind of like, eh, like kind of like you don't know what you're getting. So, but like James Mangold's like solid as hell. So, I don't know. I'm excited for it. But, um, Kind of like the sidekick of the movie is uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know what inspired me, but uh, Kelsey had never seen Fleabag before. What? So, yeah. We the just best. finished season one. And oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't realize like what a thirst I had for Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Like, oh, it's always been there, but just like seeing her more like it like came out more and i'm just like ah and it's just funny because like they like make fun of her a lot in the first season for like having big nose and like small boobs and i'm just like nah she's perfect i don't care like she's flawless yeah yeah she really is yeah no she's she's a great thirst that's a that's a classic fleetback's just a thirsty show in general too though i mean hot priest like oh come on yeah i also really like on season one the like really douchey boyfriend who just like is like so attractive that like everyone's just like oh he's so hot and like he's the guy who's like during sex just like oh your tits are so tiny (laughs) i know (laughs) he's like my favorite i love that dude because he's just like so clueless but funny honestly iconic yep (laughs) then i like him like the boyfriend who like cries all the time too (laughs) oh yeah he's a winner yeah yeah Especially when they're having sex and he's like so slow at it and just like staring into her eyes the whole time. Like we are making love. Oh, uh, my God, right. oh man. Um yeah, you know, that's a great thirst, great choice. Anyway, um any random chatter? I do have some random chatter. Okay. Uh okay. Do you know the band the mighty mighty Boston's? Yeah, of course. Did you know they dedicated a whole album to George Floyd? No, I did not. <laughs> Can't say that I did. <laughs> they referred him as Georgie the whole album. Uh, like, it's, if you're saying, like, it's not dedicated, like, it's about George Floyd. Oh, it's Floyd. fully about him. Like, 12 wow. songs. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh. Uh, um, they're the one of the whitest bands I've ever heard of. I just they, found out about this. They are. They are, in fact. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they do... The impression that I get, right? That's theirs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're a ska band. Um, yep. They sound like one. Like whatever yes. your impression of ska is, it's just them. This is them. Um, yep. Yeah, Accurate. they they wrote this. Oh, Georgie, stay! Don't go away, Georgie. Please stay. You take our breath away. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, I don't know about that. I found out this week and I was like, this is the most cringe shit I have heard in a very long time. Yeah, that's not um, that's not great. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, dear. It's essentially, it's like whenever that whole thing was going on. Like, If you're the level of white that like Sarah and I are, which they are, like they mm-hmm. are possibly more white than we are. We are like, on the we are absolutely on the ska band level of white. Yep. That is like our category for sure. <laughs> you basically say I respect what y'all are trying to do, but I'm gonna stay out because I know I'm far too white. To yeah, you're like really I just get need into to. This. I need to remove myself from this. Like that, this is not for me. Yep. <laughs> I respect it. I support it, but that's all I could do because anything else will seem demeaning. And yep. 
that this is the demeaning part i mean yeah putting out the album is in fact not the best move no (laughs) (laughs) surprisingly enough oh yeah how about you any random stuff you found yeah, I just have one random chatter that I need to bring up. Um, this show was brought to my attention because some of my friends want to watch the premiere of it. Um, there's a new show premiering on TLC soon, and it is titled Milf Manor. Oh, I've been meaning to talk about this show on the pod, yeah. Yes, yes. Wait, I knew this, this would be right up your alley. <laughs> is this a show? Because there's two of them. There's one coming out on Hulu, too. They're like all about MILFs. MILFs, good job. You're having a great reality TV year. I think the MILF mansion, correct me if I'm wrong, but is the one where, like, the moms are there, but then, like, the sons are there, and then they're, like, dating each other's sons? I don't know. I I don't think this one is involving sons. MILF Manor, I think, is just, like, a dating show where they go live with, like, hot younger men, basically. Okay, because there's one with, like, three or four women. No, this is... No, this is Milf Manor follows eight confident and strong-minded women who leave home for the chance to find love in paradise. The female stars range from 40 to 60. Um, and in each episode, um, the women and men participate in challenges to test how genuine their connection is. Um, so it's just, uh, they. I think they just put a bunch of MILFs in a mansion with a bunch of young dudes and they just like pair them up differently each week, I think, basically. Yeah. It sounds pretty straightforward, but um, I I am intrigued. <laughs> no, this is the one. What? They are dating each other's sons on it. Yep. Oh my god, on Milf Manor, really? Yep. They so yeah, it's the eight because like if you watch the preview for it, like at the end of it, they're like with a twist, and so like the oh. twist, the twist is that the sons are the contestants. Oh shit. That's even better. So we got to watch this, right? Like we're watching. Yeah, we're definitely watching. This is going to be the new, um, this is going to be our new show that we watch. So everyone follow along. Um, it's like book club, but with TV shows, this is our new one. We haven't done one in a while. What was our last one? We did. We did sexy beast. Was there another show we watched? I feel like there was, but I feel like sexy beast was truly the star. Um, sexy beast really was the star. Um, so yeah, new, new, book club tv club alert everyone go watch milf manor and we'll discuss <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well i guess that about wraps it up then anything else nope that's all uh we are going to be off next week correct because i don't yes. really think I'm we'll be, be out next week um joe won't be able to record so we'll be taking a week off um but we will be back in two weeks and at that point we should have um, a week or two of MILF Manor to discuss. How exciting for everyone. <laughs> what I've been waiting for all my life is Love MILF it. Manor. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, on that note, peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings.